for a single soul. Reaching a further and stepping in closer. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Living Life. I hope you are enjoying uh, this amazing time of the year. You had a good Christmas and you're looking forward to the new year. God has many good things in store for all of us in the new year. And 2020 has been a difficult year, a challenging year. Uh, but we're putting all these things into God's hands. So I'm excited about the lesson today. We are in 2 Peter chapter 3. And the, les the lesson is entitled, Learning to Wait. That's our meditation. Learning to wait. And it's not just learning to wait on the little things or learning to wait with different prayer requests that we have. If you're waiting on a job or you're waiting for a change in your life. No. Peter here in this pastoral epistle is encouraging us to learn how to wait for the second coming of Christ. To wait for that day of the Lord, to wait for the big thing, you know, the main thing, which is Christ's return. So just so excited to spend a couple of minutes with you today in this meditation as we go through verses 1 through 9. So let's get into Scripture and let's read it together. Second Peter chapter 3 verses 1 through 9 Dear friends, this is now my second letter to you. I have written both of them as reminders to stimulate you to wholesome thinking. I want you to recall the words spoken in the past by the holy prophets and the command given by our Lord and Savior through your apostles. Above all, you must understand that in the last days, scoffers will come, scoffing and following their own evil desires. They will say, where is this coming he promised? Ever since our ancestors died, everything goes on as it has since the beginning of creation. But they deliberately forget that long ago, by God's word, the heavens came into being and the earth was formed out of water and by water. By these waters also the world of the time was deluged and destroyed. By the same word, the present heavens and earth are reserved for fire, being kept for the day of judgment and destruction of the ungodly. But do not forget this one thing, dear friends. With the Lord a day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years are like a day. The Lord is not slow in keeping His promise, as some understand slowness. Instead, He is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. You know, our meditation today, Learning to Wait, is not about learning to wait for our personal prayer requests for a job or a car or even a spouse. It's about learning to wait for the main thing, the most important thing, which is the second coming of Christ. You know, the early church was taught well that Christ would return. Jesus told his disciples that he would return. So if there's anything that the church should be concerned about is Christ's return. We should be waiting. We should be vigilant. We should be alert. 
So that's what this pastoral epistle is about, learning to wait for Christ's return. So I'm going to highlight about three verses uh, with you here. So in verse 3, it reads, Above all, you must understand that in the last days, scoffers will come, scoffing and following their own evil desires. Now, you would think that, uh, you know, Peter is giving them a basic uh, admonition the way Christ did to his disciples. When Christ said that the world hated me, the world's going to hate you, the world persecuted me, they're going to persecute you. So you may think that what Peter is saying here is that these scoffers or these people are going to be teasing us for what we believe. Like these non-believers, like people outside the church, people in the world. And we expect that. We expect the atheists and the non-Christians out there to attack us, humiliate us, tease us, and make fun of us. Well, guess what? He's not talking about those people. This is a pastoral epistle during the time of the apostasy. You had people in the church saying, Hey, this Jesus guy, he ain't ever going to come back. You had false teachers in the church that was teaching that, that Christ wasn't divine, that he's not God, that he's not coming back. In the church! So these scoffers were not coming from the outside. They weren't atheists or of other religions. These were so-called Christians that were inside the church. And this is why he wrote this. Uh, very important for all of us to know this. Verse 4. They will say, where is the coming of that he promised? Ever since our ancestors died, everything goes on as it is and has since the beginning of creation. So in other words, you had so-called Christians or people in the church that knew history, that knew the Old Testament, that knew science, and they were saying, well, you know what? We've been around a long time, and we know a lot of history, and God hasn't come yet. God hasn't showed up, and we really doubt if this is ever really going to happen. So can you imagine this? Can you believe this? That in the church, you had people that were not believing one of the main things of our Christian faith. And a lot of the churches today here in America, a lot of the teaching from the pulpits, from the pastors now, is self-help. How to be a better dad, how to be a better uh, husband, how to be a better spouse, how to make money. Uh, think about it. When is the last time in church on Sunday morning you heard a sermon or a message on the second coming of Christ? Do we still believe? Are we still conscious of it? Are we aware of it? When we get up in the morning, do we say, hey, Christ could return today. We must be vi vigilant. We must be alert. We must be ready always. And then uh, just the last verse that I wanted to highlight here, uh, verse 7, by the same word, uh, the present heavens and earth are reserved for fire, being kept for the day of judgment and destruction of the ungodly. But do not uh, forget this one thing, dear friends. With the Lord, a day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years are like a day. Just a very important part of Scripture. It's a very famous Scripture that a thousand years is like a day to the Lord. You know, when you travel at the speed of light, okay, time stops for you. So when Jesus died, right, and he went back to heaven at the speed of light, 
if he were to come back from Jesus' perspective, from Jesus' side, it's only been a day. But for us, it's 2,000 years. So what he is saying here is that we have to be patient. We have to trust in Lord. We have to trust in his promises. If Jesus said that he was going to do it, he's going to do it. And I believe we're in the last days. I definitely believe we're in the last days. We have the power with the nuclear weapons to destroy, us, destroy ourselves. I see a lot going on in the world. So it's just a good reminder as we get ready to start a new year and celebrating. We're going to have plans for the new year. Uh, not to forget, to be on guard, to be vigilant, to have oil in our lamps, and to always be aware that at any time, the Lord can return. So God bless you. We love you. Let's close. You know, as we pray together today and we wait on God for many things in our lives, you know, we are uh, praying and waiting on God uh, for answers to prayer, all kinds of prayers, you know, things in our family, our job situation, even with the nation and around the world with COVID-19, you know, the vaccine, we want things to resolve. But today's uh, meditation, today's prayer is that we need to remember that we need to be waiting for the main thing and the most important thing, and that's Christ's return. You know, for that last day that He comes and He puts the world in order. So let's pray together and uh, let's uh, just uh, open our hearts to the Lord. Let's, let's pray now. Heavenly Father God, we renew our commitment and our belief in You, and we believe, Lord God, in Your imminent return, that it might happen tomorrow, or it might happen a thousand years from now. Help us every day to be vigilant, to be alert, to be aware of our surroundings. And Father God, uh, help us not to lose hope. So our trust and faith is in you, that you will fulfill your word and your scripture as you promised. We pray now in Jesus' name. Amen. Sing your soul, let your father and the pig in prosa. Sing, sing.